This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hands Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about Rumble in the Bronx. Kyung. Yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, this movie came out in 1995. Directed by Stanley Tong. Written by Edward Tang and Vibi Ma. I'm sure I said that wrong. Directed, I mean, sorry, starring Jackie Chan and a bunch of people I don't know. <laughs> a bunch of Canadians. So, uh, Alex, this was your pick. Why don't you lead us off here and why you picked this and what's your history with it? Uh, I picked this because I love Jackie Chan movies. I'm a big fan. Uh, and this is really the, the movie that brought, not only to me, but pretty much to the West, Jackie Chan to the forefront. Because I knew of Jackie Chan, and I knew that he was, like, a martial artist. But I didn't know that his niche was, like, action comedy until I saw this movie. Uh, and I saw it in the theaters, and it just blew me away. It's like, I didn't know how extensive his stunt work was until I saw this movie. And after that, I just became, like, anything Jackie Chan I wanted to see. Including the, the Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, Jackie Chan Adventures. Uncle Jackie! Uh- Okay. All right, uh, Scott. About you? Uh, so I've definitely seen this a bunch of times, but very—I I, I don't remember actually sitting from beginning to end to see it through. Uh, <laughs> just a lot of cable viewings. Um, but Jackie Chan in general, I—I uh, I think this was not one of the first things that I saw from him, but. Uh, th- this movie is absolutely ludicrous, but I'm sure we'll even, even Yo, by Jackie Chan's standard, yeah. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll have more to say about that in a bit. All right, and for me, mine's similar story to Alex. I'm pretty sure this is the first Jackie Chan movie I ever saw, which uh, introduced me to Jackie. Um, I saw this in the movie theater, and then I rented it on home video a couple times because. I thought it was it was badass. It was stupid, but yeah, he was so fat. I never seen anything like that with his props and his cool uh, parkour or whatever the hell he's doing in this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is my introduction to Jackie. I did not remember being dubbed so much, like the whole entire thing, <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly how I remember it. Yeah, I didn't. I thought for what I remember, like this one being like an American version, and then when I went. And started watching all his old stuff. That seemed, uh, but this one seemed real for me. I don't know, that's how in my mind it was. So I guess yeah. I, I tried to start. I, I tried to spot the people that might not have been ADR, and, and it was pretty much zero. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. I didn't find any. So, all right. Well, let's dive into it. As usual, we each pick uh, seven topics from the movie. Uh, Alex, which number seven? My number seven is that <laughs> this movie is impossibly 90s. <laughs> it's from the gang's outfits to the graffiti uh, to uh, filming in uh, Canada, which is all the rage back in the 90s. Wait, 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 wait. 
You you mean this wasn't actually filmed in the Bronx? <laughs> I know it's hard to believe. I don't believe you. But yeah, apparently the director was like very concerned not to show mountains and everything. At first, and they were finding like the shoots very difficult. And then Jackie came along. He's like, "Nah, just forget all that. The action's gonna be enough." And he was right. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. yeah, just a couple like static or not static. Uh, what's the term I'm looking for? Just shots of the Manhattan skyline every once in a while. Just oh yeah, we're in New York, and then yeah, not yeah. even that. Kennedy like, Airport. Think, yeah, New Line Cinema, Cinema actually added. A couple shots, like the shot of the plane landing in, in at JFK, that was added. Yeah. Well, they left show in the World Trade Center. It's in it a bunch in this movie. Mm-hmm. That and the Statue of Liberty is like constantly. Every once in a while, just oh yeah, we're in the Bronx. Pay no yeah, attention to the mountains. This is New there, York. There, there, there were a few ascetic uh, Jews in the very beginning, just to drive <laughs> the point home. And the Bronx never once did they show Yankee Stadium. Real cool. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is definitely a movie of its time. Yeah, the motorcycle gang is pretty freaking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Hey, when is when is this movie set again? Oh, right, the nineties. <laughs> Who would win, the motorcycle gang from this or the motorcycle gang from the Batman movies, the Schumacher Batman motor, evil <laughs> motorcycle gangs, or or <laughs> the uh, is it, who, what is the baseball series? They're on yeah. roller skates. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but that's not the 90s. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we, could, we could include the Cobra Kai in it, too, then. Yeah. <laughs> All right, oh, Scott, man. what's your number seven? All right, my number seven kind of has to go with the, the motorcycle gang, but I was laughing out loud at the, I kept calling it the dynamo car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was basically a like a dune buggy, but they had the the neon lights <laughs> around the edge. It looks so in a movie full of ridiculous things. That might be the singular most ridiculous thing, other than maybe some of the outfits. But uh, yeah. By the way, these guys could have been in the Road Warrior too. Guys, <laughs> yeah, with that car. But that, that car was cracking me up. Like, it's supposed to be this badass. Again, motorcycle gang in the loosest terms because they're all riding around in Ducatis and shit. <laughs> um, but yeah. the yeah, just the the dune buggy with the lights around it. Like it's not like the motorcycle where you can like stash it somewhere. Like that thing's pretty much a car. Like it, it just didn't make a lot of sense to me. Didn't have that that badass factor like everything else was supposed to anyway. That's basically it. So a dune buggy with neon lights stripped around it. All right. Uh, my number seven is like the baseball bottle torture scene, that basically. Was where they, oh, that was rough, yeah. Yeah, when they got yeah, yeah. Jackie uh, trapped in the dead end and they're just hitting the empty, trash cans full of empty bottles and batter up and they're just hitting them. And I don't know why they're not breaking when he hits them with the bat. I know they showed that. They wrapped yeah, it. Wrapped yeah. In, yeah. But mm-hmm. Whatever. At least they had. Try, they tried to at least hide it, but yeah, it's pretty rough for this movie. It's like probably the only scene in this movie that's like, ooh, well, just pure. Uh, uh, no, there's another one. Yeah, that's and then the guy carrying around the bag of the guy from the wood chipper. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot so, about that. This movie is so ridiculous. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I don't know. I thought that was. I forgot about that scene. It was like, oh man, poor Jackie. How is he gonna get out of this? They should have just shot Jackie like twelve different times in this movie, but they don't. <laughs> yeah. That's my number seven. They have honor. <laughs> Alex, number six. Number six is our boss is not White Tiger. That's your number six. <laughs> yeah, that's my number stupid. one, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just say that I didn't think about that moment twice until guest Brian <laughs> mentioned it, and then now I can't unsee it. <laughs> oh God, I remember us discovering that way back in the day. It's <laughs> fucking fantastic. White Tiger, I want to speak to your boss, White Tiger. Our boss is not White Tiger. <laughs> it looks left, <laughs> looks right, looks back at the camera. <laughs> I think he's Go on to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a little more to say about this, obviously, later, but yeah, it's freaking gold. Some <laughs> supreme acting there. That's right. So these movies are all just stuntmen who have to say a couple lines, right? And, and they yeah, hire somebody. The to, they hire somebody to say, re-say that line later. Yeah, that's true. Probably another stuntman. <laughs> Keep it authentic. Stunt voice. All right, Scott, number six. Okay. Number six is the. I don't. I don't know why, but I thought it was really fucking cool. The. The I don't I don't know what to call it the training post. Ah, uh, yeah. He just the training Denny yeah, the wooden uh, yeah just dummy, like yeah. like in the beginning to, to show that he's a badass uh, and then he's winning all the competitions whatever that means. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But uh, I think that was another line change from uh, New Line Cinema because uh, in the original Chinese version he's supposed to be a cop from Hong Kong that comes to visit. Uh, yeah. Okay. And he gets teamed up with a um, foul mouth young detective. Daniel. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> we'll let's talk about the the other time he tried to do the buddy cop movie. Didn't work out for him. Uh, but anyway. Uh, a, skip, a skip trace with uh, Jackass? What's his face? <laughs> not that one. No, not that uh, one. No, this was a serious movie that he did. Uh, oh. Yeah. But, anyway, so the training post, he goes through the whole, like, training, mon- like, it's not a montage, but through the, the routine. It's, like, awesome. Like, it, it's easy to, to, to forget that, uh, you know, everything's so choreographed. He has all the procure stuff. Um, but when he's not faced with a stuntman... Um, for him to go through that routine, like not not a lot of that going on in most of his movies, so it just felt a little different. It was cool, yeah, yeah. And let's just say Jackie Chan was born in '54. This came out in '95, so it was early '40s. I'm in my early '40s. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Uh huh. Yeah. Um... I'm not Jackie Chan. <laughs> no, with that attitude, you're not. <laughs> Damn right. Um, all right. Uh, my number six is so it's heard at the end of the movie when they're on the at the dock or whatever, and and Jackie has the the wire, and the cops are listening to him, and they're the worst cops ever. And then the one cop gets the big old cigar in his yeah. mouth. <laughs> Honorable mention. 
<laughs> he goes, hey, freeze! And then he has to take like three seconds to pull the cigar out of his hand, put it in his mouth so he can take his gun out of his holster, and then he gets shot because it takes him five seconds to do that. He gets shot in the cigar. That, that, it explodes. That cigar that he has is the world's largest cigar. It saved his that life. That thing is like a foot and a half long. Like this, this, there's no way that wasn't a, a prop. Hey man, what about that time the two grenade in the crowd? <laughs> just put the cigar back in his mouth after he's done talking. But just the worst. He's holding the cigar. He freeze. <laughs> it takes him three seconds to put the cigar in his mouth because it's so goddamn huge. Mm-hmm. So yeah, cop with the cigar is my number six. I think he was Alex. using that as a sight. <laughs> there you go. Line it up. Alex, number five. My number five is just <laughs> fucking Angelo. He's not the main goon, but he's the most animated. This actor is like going for it, <laughs> like balls to the wall. He is Angelo through and through. Uh, he's just fantastic. He's just way, way over the top, way more than anybody else in the film. I love it. I love his performance. Especially when he's going undercover as like a preppy with that bright pink sweater, like a nice bike helmet when he's following around Kyung and a girl half his age. He had to get the the cushion. Let's not talk about the age difference. Jackie. Yeah. And that kid is weird. It's like, oh, she's 21. And she's pretty. Oh, wait, wait. Like, let's, hold off. let's hold off on some of these. Oh, all right, sorry. <laughs> I like to give oh, the it. kid the fake blood. <laughs> gotta, yeah. gotta show that he got beat up too. Yeah. He's just a kid. Yeah. All right, yeah, D'Angelo is pretty pretty classic in this. Or, is it Angelo or D'Angelo? I'm thinking it's of the Angelo. wire now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Angelo. It's the guy that broke my nose. All right. Angel. Scott, number, Scott, number five. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, number five is the... I've written down the broken glass. So, e- even with the fact that... Like, it's Jackie Chan movie, so I have to wonder if... if some of it's not real glass. <laughs> no, um, it has to be stunt glass. Um... Yeah, just so brutal. Still. Like the yeah, like Jeff said, it doesn't make any sense that they don't break. <laughs> but just no, one of them breaks slamming. like towards the end. And the guy gets mad, he's like, Hey, what are you doing? Yeah. But yeah, he's on the ground and just all that broken glass everywhere. That's ah, brutal. Yeah. Yeah, so the movie the movie takes a turn a couple times for the, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. the macabre. And, like, you don't think about it. You've seen so many movies where, you know, dudes go through glass and then get back up and they're all fine, punching stuff through glass. But glass is sharp. <laughs> It'll fuck you up. Yeah, well. But you could take a twenty-two and walk away with no problem. <laughs> yeah. If you take it to the skull. Okay? <laughs> all right, well, uh, my number five is... I have more to say about the kid, but... The one scene with this is something I completely forgot about it until it happened in the movie, and I remember it being freaking hilarious. Is when he keeps handing items to Jackie. <laughs> Damn it! <Kyung! laughs> Throws him the football helmet. 
And he nails yeah. him too. <laughs> throws him the pipe wrench. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Why the fuck did he get the pipe wrench? <laughs> or the football helmet. I don't know. That's what makes sense. It wasn't easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's not like the kid was playing football. <laughs> may, oh, maybe that's how he got the injury. <laughs> yeah, he was a football star. Yeah, and a bad plumbing accident. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, that's my number five. So we're on to Alex's number four. Uh, my number four, and Jeff touched up on this a little bit, but the comedy. It's so stupid and slapsticky, but Jackie's charm and the way he pulls it off, I just laugh every time. Like when he's just flexing in front of the mirror and then trying to pop a pimple in it. <laughs> then he realizes that it's a one-way mirror. And yeah. his uh, mother-in-law from Drunken Master. Yep. <laughs> Recognized me. Yep. Uh, what else? Oh, the unexpected <laughs> turn. <laughs> when he's, he says, oh, for my future auntie. He's like, that's not your future auntie. <laughs> that was funny. It's I, this... <laughs> he's like, his uncle and the idiot. Are, what can I say? Welcome to America, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's going to marry a black woman. And she's in love with Kyung. It's like, oh, I wish your uncle had these muscles. I like when he, like, picks up the guy's walkie-talkie. And it's like, what do I do? He's like, oh, kill the Chinaman. <laughs> I'm the Chinaman! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great. And one um, last, one last bit. When they're at the police station and they're interrogating, quote unquote, the bad guys, <laughs> you just see him like in the interrogation room, and one of the cops is like, "What are you out there playing with your little toys?" <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> the cop. It's the first time you see Cigar Cop. Yeah. <laughs> the cop walks in. Oh, the lawyers will be here soon. Damn it! It's too soon. <laughs> like. Oh no! It's just the typical movie. <laughs> oh, lawyers yeah. get anybody out of anything. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's connected in this town. Yeah. Um, I gotta say, I know people give crap because Jackie's not a good actor, but you know what? He acts way better than anyone else can fight. Yeah, he acts better than De Niro can kung fu. <laughs> That's true. So, and give he him, has give him a break. He has grown into like a, a very decent actor, especially if you see like the, the actual Chinese movies, like subtitled and not dubbed. Like what was it, Little Big Soldier? And that tugs at the heartstrings. That one's a really good movie. I haven't seen that, but as much as I hated the new Karate Kid movie, he was actually pretty good in it. I, yeah, I would say. I mean, maybe not Pat Morita, but he wasn't far behind. I thought. I thought it was decent. Um, Agreed. Not the original Karate Kid, so it's whatever. But all right, uh, Scott, number four. All right, number four. Um, I mentioned it at the very beginning, but this this movie is a level of insanity all to itself. Uh, like even amongst other Jackie Chan movies, mm-hmm. just the all these gangs running around. The useless cops, the the goon squad that that are that are the jewel thieves, I guess. Uh, but they're all wearing suits. Uh, the mm-hmm. the cars, the just <laughs> the, there's that market in the middle of 
the Bronx thing at one point they say, oh, there's no other markets in seven or eight blocks. Now, I've never been to New York City, <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm willing to bet that if you did, in fact, go to the Bronx, that uh, there would be more than one bodega uh, within, mm-hmm. within, that, within that radius. Uh, there would be a Dwayne Reed somewhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the the glass scene, the uh, the wood chipper, and uh, the thing that's going to be my number one, so I don't want to talk about it yet, but um, the power of friendship, I guess. I don't know how else to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's great. You fight, a, you fight a gang of thugs all by yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, can yeah. make friends with anybody. Yeah. Um, just so much crazy shit going on. The the kid in the wheelchair gets beat up. <laughs> uh, He's just a kid. Kyung. <laughs> uh, actually, my number two and my number one like are both like fond of how crazy this movie is. But there's a certain vehicle <laughs> that gets used. <laughs> yeah. It runs over multiple people. <laughs> but, oh my god. This, mm-hmm. uh, and clearly not filmed anywhere near New York. <laughs> Just, yeah, Canada's close to New York. Um, I like the very beginning, too. Uh, it's kind of an honorable mention. When uh, his uncle asks him how his English is, he's like, oh, it's okay. He's like, oh, well, from now on, let's speak English. <laughs> yeah, and they switch the, the dub from then on. <laughs> the it's, almost as, it's almost as good as for a hunt for yeah, October, right, say, Scott? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> almost as good. Uh-huh. Yeah, just, just a hair off. Uh, yeah, there's just the, the again the cigar cop. Uh, just, <laughs> the cigar cop, son of a bitch. Yeah, just the tossing cars off the of buildings in the middle of New York, and getting away with it. A, a truck full of balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Oh well, man, it looked awesome going down and then sliding <laughs> on the ground. That was amazing. So I'm, I'm sure I'm leaving things out. Uh, yep, that's that's my my number four. This movie, even compared to other Jackie Chan movies, is insane. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, my number four is obviously I have a, a bunch of fight scenes. I have two min- two mentions from fight scenes. This is my first one, and that'd be uh, that last fight that just keeps going on forever when he's beating up the entire motorcycle gang before finally the guy just says stop. Let's be friends. Whatever. But when he goes ball's head with the ski. Oh, oh man. Yeah. I forgot about ball's head ski style. This is <laughs> ball's head, ball's head, ball's head with the ski. I think he beats Arnold. This might be the best ball's head ever. <laughs> Does it with the ski. So that's it. I, that all, I, mean, I have one more fight later, but that's his. A couple of those guys fly. I'm pretty sure a guy broke his back laying on one of the pinball machines one of those times. Oh, oh yeah. Painful. The, the main guy when he flips him over that thing. Oh, God. Um, Hope he but, didn't forget his, like, back armor that day. Jeebus. Yeah. It's padding. Going ball's head with the ski. It's my number four. Alex, what's your number three? My number three is this movie took a way dark turn, way darker than I thought. Not only with the glass scene... But I forgot about the wood chipper. <laughs> they just full on just throw a guy into the wood chipper. They don't show it, but 
they're like they knock him out and they're about to toss him in while his friend watches and then his friend comes into the hideout with a trash bag full of his other friend he was puking hey what's in that bag man <laughs> you can hear like the sound effect of like something squishy yeah. I like how they all immediately know that it's the, it's the other guy <laughs> yeah. so the girl walks up to Jack immediately oh my friend's been murdered <laughs> yeah that was gross like Jesus H, it's like you watch the movie. It's like, why is this rated R? Oh shit! There it is. I mean, everyone talks about Fargo's wood chipper scene. This came first a year before. Yeah, stole it from Fargo. Yeah, Coen Brothers, Hugh Thieves. Uh, Yeah, there was like I forgot about that. There was no sugarcoating it. They just like grabbed the guy and threw him in. I don't think they're telling the truth. Well. Well, he was, if he was or wasn't, you don't know now. You didn't even, like, <laughs> threaten him. You just threw him in there. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <sighs> All right. Alex. I mean, sorry, Scott, number three. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my number three, uh, I, I always love this. Uh, I, I brought this up before on other lists, but I love the multicultural gang. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. pretty much my favorite kind of... Gang, gang trope. I already mentioned uh, warriors uh, a little bit earlier, um, but just the, the it's it's all about inclusivity. <laughs> you you have the yeah. guy that's doing his like his best Cheech Marin accent. Uh, a, hey man, he's over here. You have a Chinese guy. <laughs> que pasa? Hey, que pasa? Yeah. <laughs> que pasa la way? Uh, yeah, that yeah the bunch of white dudes <laughs> of course mm-hmm. uh, some black dudes uh, one guy Native American I guess I don't know uh, but yeah just, just very inclusive but yeah they're out to cause mayhem and crime but they're not about racism that's right you gotta they res- all grew up in the streets yeah. Yeah. yeah they're the yeah, scum pretty... of society <laughs> yeah you know, you're sure the, the Hispanic guys look like uh, Ben Stiller from Anchorman. <laughs> it's goatees. It's terrible. But yeah, it's inclusive. It's, it's uh, you know, learn from it, Scott. Also, and then just the way that they're dressed. Because that, that goes hand in hand. Like, you can't have the multi- multicultural gang without the, the, the wardrobe turned up to 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't. So, yeah, that's my number three. All right, my number three. Finishing up with the kid. I guess I should figure out his name, but the kid is just who the dubbing is so bad for this guy. It's Danny. It's Danny. All right. So they already mentioned like Kyung throwing the weapons, but the one when he wakes up, she fixed your wounds and undressed you too. Yes. Yeah, what kid? She's my sister. Isn't she pretty? (laughs) She's beautiful. Oh my god. (laughs) So bad. Jesus. God. Hey. The brother's just a good wingman. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. His sister hasn't gotten any action lately, so, you know, hook him up. Hook her up. In in his defense, she is super hot. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. 
I just, she fixed your wounds and addressed <laughs> you too. I think his eyebrows go up and down a couple times yeah. when he says it too. He needs to work on his eyebrow game. Yeah, he doesn't have Alex's eyebrows. But pretty good. Mm, yeah, it's a good start. <laughs> Speak, speaking of game, does is that a Game Gear that he has? Yeah, Jackie with no Chicken's game in it. With no game in it. Yeah, it, it could be that or just a knockoff because it looks bigger than a Game Gear. Well, it did it did come from China, so. <laughs> I have it on my own mention. He's playing a Game Gear with no game. <laughs> so the cartridge slot is definitely empty in the back. Yeah. All right, uh, Alex, number two. My number two is when Jackie is fed up and he goes actually to the to the gang's lair and he challenges everybody to the fight. That whole fight scene was amazing. Uh, from uh, the refrigerators when he's opening doors and putting <laughs> thugs in there and stuff through going through that shopping cart. that's That was like a big wow moment for me when I first saw the movie. It's like, holy shit, I can't believe he did that. It's like slipped right through that thing like it was nothing. That was amazing. Uh, one thing that I did notice, though, was when Jackie was fighting on the table and they flips over the guy onto the pinball machine, which really fucking hurt. He jumps over, and there's these two guys just standing in the foreground, just, like, doing nothing. <laughs> just, like, watching the fight. And Jackie just beats them unmercifully. Yep. <laughs> she just beats the shit out of him. like, these guys, I don't think they were doing anything. <laughs> you have to assume. standing there. You have to assume that they're, they were going to join yeah. in. Yep. Preemptive it's strike. Preemptive strike. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Jinx. Uh, yeah, but that whole fight is amazing. Culminating with what Jeff called the ball's head, ski ball's head. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, pretty good. Very good. All right, Scott, number two. Number two is the hovercraft. <laughs> and you can honestly say there's not many movies that have hovercraft in them. No, you That's can't. <laughs> bad it's basically this and that, that one scene when... In, uh, when Peanuts when they go to Europe. Whatever the name of that one was. But, uh... The Peanuts? Yeah, what's... Yeah, like Charlie Brown? Yeah, what's what's the one where Charlie Brown goes to Europe? <laughs> I don't know. If it's called Charlie Brown goes to Europe, <laughs> I'm going to be upset. I, never, I didn't even know he went to Europe. Yeah. Didn't know he left his yard. Yeah. Also, didn't, didn't know they went to Europe and had hovercrafts. Yeah, I think they... You're not thinking of G.I. Joe, Scott. They, 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 crossed, they crossed the English Channel. I don't have a crap. You guys okay. have no idea what I'm talking. Yeah. Snoopy, <laughs> Snoopy plays in Wimbledon. <laughs> well, that I, I mean, believe. Snoopy did fight the Red Baron too, yeah. so I don't know, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, the kids—they all go to here. Nobody, nobody. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so the hovercraft, um, just plowing through stuff. Um, I'm pretty sure that's not how hovercrafts work, but. Uh, it, it looks awesome on the screen, and yeah, mm-hmm. he runs over people. <laughs> First time he runs over Jackie. <laughs> that's that's mm-hmm. fucking hilarious. He tosses the kid. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, that did make me laugh out loud. Uh, American Sniper was jealous. Jeez, <laughs> yeah. The Revenge of the Sith, fake baby, CGI baby. Yeah. <laughs> There was no CJ, but yeah, no. that, that was a doll. Yeah. Uh, he gets ran over, gets plowed into the sand. 
and then mm-hmm. I, I think like three or four people get ran over. At one point, it blows that one guy into the tree. Pretty sure that guy's dead. You, you, no, you yeah. mentioned the guy breaking his back. The guy that hit that tree, like that didn't look right. Uh, <laughs> didn't look right. But the and then, yeah. and then the ultimate villain, just of course, it, it had to be like a rich white businessman because that's how you roll in yeah, the uh, white tigers nineties uh, with the ponytail yeah. with with the the most massive. I don't know what do you call it a Scottish hat. Cap, <laughs> a golf cap. What point when he gives the order to just give up the whole operation and kill everybody? He's got he's wearing a hat that's like roughly the size of a sombrero, but it's but it's got plaid on it. <laughs> it's, I, I I can't really describe it any other way. It's like a you know, like a newsy cap, but five times that size. Uh, but anyway, the. Uh, <laughs> Hovercraft is the the capper on just when you think you can't get any more crazy. They they mm-hmm. start <laughs> they start driving a hovercraft through the, the streets of Saskatchewan. I don't, I don't know where the hell the they Bronx were. of the Bronx. I mean the Bronx. <laughs> sorry, it's the Bronx, eh? Yeah. Let, well, let, let's also not forget that Jackie Chan slices it open with yes. some ancient sword. <laughs> In a DeLorean. And then they duct tape it back together and they, the cops let him take him to the golf course to capture <laughs> Wei Tanger. <laughs> with civilians on board. For some reason, the entire civilian army, not civilian army, but all his yeah. friends from the from the movie are all on board the hovercraft. And the, the final shot of, of him and the, the gang leader going, yeah! <laughs> It was like stuntman Ben Affleck. I bet that guy was Ben Affleck stuntman in some <laughs> movies. Uh, but the yeah, let's let's not forget the DeLorean. I think it's his doors ripped off. Mm-hmm. DeLorean. It was a Lamborghini, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a Lambo. It was a Lambo. Yeah, the Go Wings. Yeah. <laughs> or a Ferrari. One of those. Either way. It it was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you saw that same color car. Leaving your apartment a couple times, Jeff, when you lived across the street. Yeah. <laughs> it was a cool maneuver, though, with the sword and the the Lambo or Ferrari, whatever it was. I thought it was yeah. cool. I, was I remember cool. liking it as a kid. But yeah, hovercrafts, what happened to them? Because they used to be all the rage when we were kids. And I, I think you're right. Okay, I haven't seen this Snoopy movie you're talking about, but... Uh... <laughs> Maybe one of the James Bond movies with Pierce Brosnan had a hovercraft in it. It's coming to mind. Oh yeah, like, that's the, like it. the beginning when he's running away from the North Koreans. <laughs> it's something like some I have in my mind. There's a James Bond when he's in a hovercraft, and like that's it. That's all I can think of in this movie. And then GI Joe, because I had that as a toy. I remember I had one of the yeah. GI Joes that was a hovercraft. Okay, so it was Bond Voyage, Charlie Brown, and don't come I back. I thought it was Bond Voyage. It was a crossover. Whoa. <laughs> But yeah, they get jolly old England and France. Nope, never heard of this guy. Really? Yeah, yeah. me either. Have to look it up. I mean, I only saw the ones that were on like <laughs> the Christmas and Halloween ones. Other than that, it's I been a long time since I've seen. It. I remember the the whole women thing was pretty classic. So anyway, put it on your list. It's an hour and sixteen minutes. I should. <laughs> oh boy. 
All right, uh, I guess we're on to my number two. My number two is the the first Jackie fight in this movie, which will pro- is probably the first Jackie Chan fight I've ever seen then, because if I remember correctly, this would be in the first movie I saw. Just being badass, and then he beats the guy up with the jacket. I thought that was a cool prop that he uses. And Like I said, it's, it's probably because it was my first Jackie Chan fight, and I just thought it was so cool. And then, then he like, tangles the guy's arms up in his jacket, just beating the shit out of him and other people. Uh, Badass. Classic. Mm. <laughs> Close up of the guy, like, holding the knife up first and screaming before he starts moving forward. A la, like, Sam Raimi or something like that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, it's not very sporting if he just says nothing and stabs him in the back. <laughs> Alright, what's your number one, Alex? It's the hovercraft. <laughs> yeah. It's so freaking ridiculous. He just kidnaps a woman, throws her in the back, says, let's get out of here. Goes through all the boats. They run over people on the boats. And, uh, yeah, I think everything's been covered. Oh, it breaking the hovercraft. It's the reason Jackie Chan broke his foot. <laughs> he had to get that sock <laughs> that looked like a shoe to finish the rest of the movie. Oh, the one over his cast? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, that's nuts. Yep. All right, uh, Scott, number one. Number one is Jackie Chan teaches honor through beating ass. So, <laughs> so yeah, he beats up all these guys, and then the other guy goes, stop, and then he gives a speech about, don't you realize you're the scum of society? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm pretty sure they were aware. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were aware that they were not living within the law. Uh, and then... He gives the line in Chinese. <laughs> the gang leader's impressed. Did he really mean it? And then cut, really jump cut to the next scene where they find Angelo, and the gang leader's like threatening to kill Angelo. <laughs> like, well, I guess, you know, it, friendship only goes so far. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is Angelo. But just the idea that they, they fucking try to kill him multiple times. Or they leave him for dead anyway. Or, mm-hmm. or, or, or actually do try to kill him. They destroy that market. <laughs> just well, look. that most of it was, yeah, they did trash it, but then White Tiger just took it down. <laughs> this like, In like five seconds, they hooked up all those chains, too, which is hilarious. <laughs> yep, they did. Um... So you can only imagine what these guys did before he showed up. <laughs> all of a sudden, they see They're the air racing on top of cars and stuff see for the, bags of money. The air of the that, I was confused by that part. By the way, was that like two separate gangs? Yeah, and they were betting. Okay, it, 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 made, it didn't make more sense to me when they were doing the motorcycle race at the beginning. Oh yeah. Okay, I guess I guess that makes kind of more sense. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what, what about so the, the the scene when you first meet? So the very beginning, it's, yeah, it's just the punks on the motorcycles, and then later on, you're introduced to White Tiger and I don't know the Jamaican, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, like Kevin Gar- like one of the guys look like Kevin Garnett. <laughs> if you ask me, Screwface, Screwface. <laughs> but then like. 
Just next thing you know, there's a big car. Like, you don't really show what happened. I mean, obviously, you know the deal went bad or whatever, yeah. but there was nothing. I don't really. It just happened. I like how Jackie's pushing the, <laughs> the kid down the street in the wheelchair. Or the gang's outside, and they don't say anything or notice anything. Like, they don't see him pushing the wheelchair down the street. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, and, anyway, just the, the whole idea that he makes these guys his friends after they've been trying to kill him this whole time. I mean, but I'm pretty sure that one that one guy is, like, dead that got thrown into the refrigerator. I saw that episode of Punky Brewster. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he never got up. Yeah. No, they forgot about his ass. And, uh, yep, that's my number one. I've, so, the hovercraft is the second most ludicrous thing. That, the fact that they become his friend. <laughs> Just because there's somebody around yeah, that's they... more evil than them. <laughs> hey, you know that whole refrigerator thing? That happened to my aunt. Like I guess back on the Ooh. farm, they were all my uh, my grandpa had one of those things to sell on the farm, and they were playing hide and seek, and one of them went and hid in there, and, and then the other ones like just kind of forgot. They were, you know how kids like lose. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go play video games or whatever it was back then. I'm gonna play <laughs> play <laughs> hoop. Like a stick and hoop, yeah, hoop stick. Yeah. yeah. And luckily, my grandma just like with five kids, or at that point, I don't know how many kids it was at that point, but like. All of a sudden, it just got a little too quiet. She's like, what the hell's going on? And she went, yeah, one of the daughters was trapped in a refrigerator. And luckily, my grandma was smart enough to pay attention that it got too quiet. And then my grandpa came home and took all the locks off of the refrigerator and drilled a bunch of holes in there. <laughs> Stupid-ass kids. Well, I, I, get, I, I get that it was... I mean, I don't like the fact that kids were dying, but I like that this was like an epidemic at some point. All the way through, like, the yeah, 80s, yeah. where they had to have, like, a PSA about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't imagine, like, so I guess if you crawled into one, you could suffocate. Like, that that could be a real thing. But you wouldn't be trapped inside of it. Like, a modern yeah, fridge. Locked, no, though. yeah, the old ones, no, I get yeah. No, I get the old ones. That's why it's, like, no longer a thing, but. Right. Yeah, it's just, it's just funny that it was still, like, for, for how many years? <laughs> Like, why would you need to lock your refrigerator, by the way? I guess they didn't have the suction back then? No, it was, yeah, that, and it was latched. It was uh, like a latch to open well, Right, it that, that's, just, that's what I meant. You know. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, yeah, nowadays they have the suction or magnets or whatever it is that keeps it closed. And back then, yeah, they just had to use the latches. I don't know, but yeah. yeah. It happened. Like I said, it was... refrigerator. I almost lost an ant before my mom was even born. I think that's how long it was. Like old school, which was a farm. My mom, I think, by the time she was born, they were off the off the farm. But anyway, I'm old. Mm-hmm. Parents are older. All right, um, my number one. I already mentioned that's and Alex how it works, Jeff. I know. Uh, Alex already mentioned it too. Is our boss isn't White Tiger, but just basically. The acting in this movie is so fucking big. Jackie Chan is Oscar worthy compared to anyone else in this movie. <laughs> yeah, and but from the the lady who buys from from his uncle to the lady who buys, they're all freaking terrible. Um, everyone in the gang is bad, but that scene with that muscle guy. <laughs> so they wire Jackie, and they need him to get whatever to the finger point White Tiger. But Jackie's not supposed to say White Tiger, and he says it. The guy, like Alex said, our boss is a white tiger. Looks to the left. 
And it's like slow too. It's looks to the left, looks to the right, looks back. Gonna sell it. Oh god! And then I think it's like over the radio. I think he he knows your name. We well, you should know my name. Go kill him. Oh god! And then just Jackie when he's being brought back to the room. Oh, what room are you taking me to? Are you taking me to this room? <laughs> Get in there. So yeah, that's pretty much the most. That and the um, the jacket fight scene are the two things I remember most about this movie. Is our boss is a white tiger, and I think yeah, I think it was my brother who found that out initially. I forgot who, but oh, it was so good. <laughs> all right, yep. I think that's it. You guys have any uh, honorable mentions? You guys named all of mine. Yeah, I, had, I, I had freaking hovercraft, <laughs> Game Gear, <laughs> Eva Motorcycle Gang, Terrible Dubbing, and Cape Bassa. <laughs> Uh, I think I went through all mine. The, the only one worth mentioning is in, in, in the in my number one when he's beating ass. That <laughs> fucking sleeveless mock turtleneck shirt thing that he's wearing. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> that there's only like that that shirt does not exist anywhere other than in 1994. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like it's such a. <laughs> I, a horrible piece of fashion. I mean, a movie full of it. Anyway, what about ja- what about Jackie doing handstand showing you his junk? I mean, camel toe. Yeah, yeah he's got some knuckle, knuckle going. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. What was that whole scene about? I don't know, but he's doing it. And he's so bashful when his uncle shows up. He has to go hide and put some clothes on. I'm like, here. Mm. Mm. All right. Let's rate it. As usual, we rate on a scale of 1 to 7. 1 being absolute garbage, 7 being perfection. So, Alex, what would you give Rumble in the Bronx? I'm going to give this one a solid 5. It's not his best uh, movie, but it's really fun. It's it's a great introductory movie. Uh, Just not, you know, if you're going to watch it with your kids, just skip over the glass scene, the wood chipper scene. And then everything else is, like, pretty much okay. And the scene Uh, scene when they come... Guy comes back with the bag of the guy from the Yeah, because it is rated R. They do say the F word a couple times, but yeah, yeah, it's good. All right, Scott. Uh, I'll also give it a five. Um, I, I almost want to give it a six just because it's so insane. Uh, but yeah, this is this is good Jackie Chan fare. Um, I know we we haven't talked about it at all, but. Uh, um, kind of had to separate the art from the artist these days with Jackie Chan and some of his politics. If you follow that stuff, um, yeah. But uh, all, all that aside, yeah, there's some there's some classic Jackie Chan stuff in this, um, and I do love how just fucking bonkers this whole thing is. Uh, so a five for me. Okay, I will say this probably deserves a five, but I'm giving it a six. Just because it's the first, my first introduction to Jackie Chan. It's got a special place in uh, my movie catalog. And yeah, it, it probably is a five. But nope, I'm giving it a six. Because our boss is not white tiger. <laughs> he is not. <laughs> All right. Uh, that leads us to our crossover list, which is what, Alex? Top five Jackie Chan props. All that right. he use, uses in fights, specifically. All right, well, what's your number five? My number five is he uses jackets a lot. 
and um, in a lot of stunts, even in Rumble of the Brooks, we just talked about using a jacket. But the one I want to highlight is the one from Who Am I? When he's fighting the two dudes on the rooftop, he gets the guy's jacket, puts it over his, uh, the dude's head, ties it up, and then he starts beating the shit out of him because his hands and his head are all just in there. <laughs> What's great is because they're taking the bad guys are taking turns going up against Jackie Chan, so the other guy sees this and he's like, "Ugh, you better take off his jacket." <laughs> So he takes that off, and then and the later on, a little bit in a fight, yeah, Jackie uses this, the the bad guy's uh, tie to start tangling him up and beating him up. So he, he goes ahead and uh, takes off his tie. It's fantastic. All right, Scott. Uh, speaking of who am I? Uh, Clogs. <laughs> oh yeah, so Jackie loses his shoes. <laughs> I forget how clogs. it happens, but. He, he gets some clocks as in the Netherlands. And, uh, yeah, he starts beating up dudes with wooden clocks. <laughs> uh, eventually kicking one off his feet and hitting it in the face. Uh, that was cool. But, uh, I, forgot about I don't that. know. It was like the first thing I thought of was the clogs. So <laughs> that's my number five. All right. Uh, same as me. I haven't seen many Jackie Chan's, just probably the ones we've done for the podcast and this one and the Rush Hour movies, I guess. But, uh, Clogs is one that popped to my list right away. So, Clogs, number five. Alex. My number four is, (laughs) speaking speaking of, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, the Karate Kid remake, uh, Children. (laughs) (laughs) If you'll allow this, because you can't show, I mean... Uh, Pat Morito is beating up full-on teenagers, like juniors, juniors or seniors in high school. That's fine. But the kids that go after Jaden Smith are like sixth graders. And you can't have Jackie Chan beating the shit out of these kids. So what he does is he pretty much like deflects uh, their punches and kicks and everything in a way that it hits the, uh, themselves pretty much. So it hits the gang of bullies. So he doesn't actually throw any punches. But he beats up kids with kids. Yeah. All right. There's, there, there, I'm sure, I'm sure there's like an, an ethical question in there, but we'll save it for another podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Scott, number four. So I, I always try to avoid pulling something from the movie we just watched, but the goddamn hovercraft. Like... <laughs> I'm going to allow this because that's his prop. Because he's like it shows him up at the. I mean, I know it's cheating a little bit, but he it shows him in the cockpit running people over with whilst he's in the in the cockpit for the yeah upper craft. He just he scrapes <laughs> the clothes right off of White Tiger. And he can't when movie ends with the yeah like. I'm all celebrating that they ran a dude over in a hovercraft. <laughs> uh, I, I want it on this. That's my number four. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Uh, well, my number five also comes from this movie, and it's the ski. I had to use it because I love the ball's head so much. Yeah, that's my number two. Sorry. That's my number <laughs> four. That's my, That's a long-ass ski, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because he does multiple stuff with it, not just the ball of his head. He's like stabbing people through the security oh, he gate. Got that whatever. guy in the neck, yeah. Yeah. So, Jackie Chan with the ski. Luckily, the ski had no bindings on it because then it would have been able to fit through the, the security gate, but it didn't have bindings. <laughs> so, it's all right. 
right, uh, Alex, number three. My number three is the big bamboo pole from Drunken Master. Uh, he doesn't just use it as a staff, but it gets frayed at the edges, and then Jackie Chan has to get all greased up and ready to go and turns it into, like, a different, like, weapon where he can, like, move the two pieces of rope to, like, stretch out the middle and then tighten it up so that it traps axes in there. Oh, that was a, a great weapon that I did not see and coming. he bleeds people to death. Yeah, he does. He rakes them. Yeah, he's a right. Yep. Well, pretty much the same thing. But I'll, I'll wait for that. Uh, Scott, which number three? Uh, fans, going back to Drunken Master. Um, he uses to, oh, it's yeah. great effect, especially at the end. Uh, so, yeah, he just, using it to Stop guns, basically. <laughs> uh, it's a Jackie Chan movie, so um, he can never shoot a gun himself, but he can disable people that with guns. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he uh, uses a fan. Wants to say there, like a a big old what's what's the character from Mortal Kombat? Katana. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, it's it's a cool pseudo weapon. Alright. Um, well, number three is the same thing. I had pole slash staff, which I know he's done in a couple movies, if I can remember correctly. I don't know them as well as you guys, but I just remember him doing some pretty cool stunt work with pole and staff. That's my number three. Um, Alex, number two. My number two is the skis. Ball's head. <laughs> Alright. Scott, number two. Uh, for multiple movies, ladders. Uh, oh, it's using terrible. a great effect, like, because yeah. you can you can use them to, to disarm, trip people, get them stuck in the middle. Um, of course, yeah. he does crazy shit with them being open and like sliding under and stuff. And uh, yeah, he, he he does stuff in multiple movies with the ladders, but it's always cool. I agree. That's why that's also my number one. But uh, my number two is jacket. Um, once again, because it was the first like fight scene I ever saw with Jackie, special place in my heart. Jacket, clothing, as you mentioned in other movies, but specifically jacket from Rumble in the Bronx is my number they should, two. They should call him Jacket Chan. Whoa! <laughs> All right, Alex, number one. My number one is the latter, specifically from Jackie Chan's first strike. It's when they do the scene in when they're prepping like for a festival and they have like the you know the big uh, dragon and a bunch of dragon heads and and whatnot. <laughs> they get upstairs and there's a ladder and he uses that. Like amazingly, like using it as a big staff, he flips it over and he puts it like through his head so it's on his shoulders. He starts spinning it. He opens it up to smack people. Uh, fantastic! He jumps through it at one point. It's amazing. Just look up that clip. Jackie Chan's first strike ladder fight. It's awesome. All right, Scott, number one. Uh... So, winner one is basically any chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think every single Pretty movie he's ever true. been in, there's always wacky shit with the chairs and with him, like, sliding backwards on them and then flipping over them and using them to, like, trip people. And, and if the chair is small enough that he can use it, like, with the legs and fend people off with it. But he, he's constantly, like, sliding, flipping over chairs and moving them around. And, uh, it's... It's clearly his his weapon of choice. Yeah, chair fighter. 
I'd like to thank Jackie Chan and the WWE for making chairs and ladders. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> ultimate, ultimate weapons of battle. Now, if we saw Jackie Chan fighting with a casket. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, clicked, I clicked something up. Or a table. That, I, that I'd been curious about uh, on Sunday, um, asking an expert. Um, but Hacksaw Jim Duggan, uh, is, is his 2x4 a foreign object? And the answer is yes. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> what, it's not made in America? Well, no, I just thought, like, if you carry it down the ring with you, <laughs> it must it must be, well, that too. Uh, yeah, it was made oh. whole. But if, oh. if it was, if, you could, if you're allowed to carry it down the ringside with you, uh, like Jimmy Hart's... Uh, Megaphone, uh, or the essence? The essence? Is that what it was called? Paul Bear had the the, the, the urn, and so on. Ooh. Ooh. Just because you bring it to ringside doesn't mean it's allowed in the fight. Yeah. But then they shouldn't be allowed to bring it ringside. Well, what about the belt? If you're a champion, you can bring the belt. That's always used to knock people out. <laughs> but it's the <laughs> belt of foreign object. Yes, is it? Unless it's a non-disqualification match. Uh. Actually, it's only a foreign object if you get caught. If the referee's not knocked unconscious <laughs> sure, yeah. while you're doing said illegal activity. So many questions. Still, I still say WWF needs to institute instant replay. <laughs> just like every other professional sport. Yeah, yeah, they should. So many matches would be overturned. You can clearly see the megaphone being used by Mr. Perfect. Oh, he, the, the ref's hand clearly got down to three. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I don't know if Mr., uh, if Jimmy Hart was ever uh, Mr. Perfect's manager, so I probably got that wrong. Don't make, don't at me, bro. <laughs> what are you, are you talking about bringing Coke to the ring? What? <laughs> uh-huh. Is that how per- Kareni died? Coke? I don't remember. It could have been. Perfect. All right. Um, my number one, I think we already mentioned, was Ladder. Uh, I know he's used it in a couple movies. And, like, uh, everything I think Scott said about just, like, you know, stabbing people with it, jumping off of it, getting people some of their heads in it and stuck and everything. Awesome. So that's it. Do you guys have any honorable mentions? Um, no. Good. Kurt, Kurt right. Hennig, well. uh Cause of Death, Acute Drug intoxication. So cocaine. All right. Mm-hmm. Or he was probably hanging out with Lex Luger and Miss Elizabeth, and all the others who died in that house. Oh. Uh-huh. Womp womp. Oh. No, they didn't die at the same time. But <laughs> when I found out that Miss Elizabeth died at Lex Luger's house, it was the most ridiculous thing I ever heard in my life. And that's that. It's time for DM News. <laughs> I'm Alex, and I like sports. Oh yeah, sorry. It's time for Alex. No sports. Sports ball. Just so the chefs nice. did it. This Go chefs! They won. They won their Super Bowl. Yay. So uh, the state of Kansas must be very proud. Ooh. <laughs> Kansas Way to go, city, Trump. Kansas State chefs. Uh, the great state. The, only the second time they've won, right? The great state of Kansas, I, yes. It's mm-hmm. the second time, 
Yeah, since I think the the TV spot said that in Super Bowl four was when they won the last time. It's pretty cool. I like it when it, like teams like they haven't won in a while or at all finally get you know their championship. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, again, it's yeah, and that coach too. Yeah, Wilfred Wil- 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 yeah, Brimley. Wilfred Brimley. <laughs> I'm okay now. I want yeah, the trophy. I want the Lombardi Trophy. I'm it's all right. It's good to know he fully recovered from his encounter with the thing. He beat the diabetes. Yeah. He ate all the oatmeal. Eat your oatmeal. Yeah. It was a good game. Yeah. Just finally, again, like Alex said, just glad that something went right for Kansas. <laughs> yeah, besides you know, Clark Kent, who else have they got in Kansas? Dorothy. Oh yeah, Turn. two of the biggest American fictional characters of all time. What else do you need, Kansas? It's like it's like how Philadelphia has the Rocky statue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's time for Neem News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Okay, so um, speaking speaking of the Super Bowl, uh, they uh, there was a surprise ad in the fourth quarter. Disney snuck in there. Uh, but at that point, it was down to like the dregs of the Charlie Day Tide commercials and and yeah. whatever else, like the, the B-tier uh, commercials. How do you clean milk steak stains from your shirt? No one knows. <laughs> yeah. uh, yep. Then all of a sudden, there was the uh, Disney Plus commercial for um, some teasers for some of the Marvel stuff. It's been a hot minute since I've, I've talked about Marvel. Oh, yeah. So here we go. That's true. So they talked about uh, Falcon and Bucky, whatever the hell it's called. So Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, they, they show Sam hurling that, that shield. Um, it looked like it was going to split that tree. So I was reading a little bit about this today. At least, in, uh, at least getting it stuck yeah, getting in there. Stuck yeah, getting stuck in there. Um, does... Because... Like, because he doesn't have any uh, super strength or anything. Not that yeah, I know. He's, of, he's just, just, he's just good at fighting. He's good at using the proficient with the suit. Yeah, um, he's American. So how much of that is just training? So this is kind of a we're getting really nerdy here. Like a professional discus thrower. Assuming you had cap shield, could you do the same thing? I'd argue yes. So. Hmm. If it's made out of vibranium, possibly. Yeah. What was that? But else, I just can't it's see made him. out of vibranium. Yeah, I just can't there see him go. bouncing Man. it off a of ship the way that uh, the cap did. Uh, yeah, getting all the angles right. Yeah. Or, or just the raw strength, the super serum strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm able to catch it. But the Winter Soldier does. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that that that. Uh, but anyways, in that teaser, it showed uh, Sam hucking the the, the shield. Um, showed uh, Bucky holding the gun to uh, Baron Zemo's head, to Daniel Brühl. So that's cool that that that's coming back because I think um, at the end of the day that was a good villain, and that's a yeah um, a good villain and a good actor. So uh, I'm curious to see where they go with that. Uh, but probably my, my my least amount of excitement for the three that they showed. So they. They next showed, uh, again, I guess there's semi-spoilers for people that care about this stuff. Uh, they showed WandaVision. Um, I had no idea what this was going to be about. 
but they yeah. actually showed that it set up like a like a TV sitcom, like different stages of things from like the honeymooners on through to something like Roseanne, uh, where Wanda um, is in all these different outfits. And at one point, she's actually wearing the like a cheap version of the the comic uh, costume for the Scarlet Witch, because uh, mm. I don't think they ever say the Scarlet Witch in the, the Marvel. I don't think they were allowed to. Well, I think they can yeah. now. Yep. Uh, that is correct. Yeah, so, I, I the the premise seems cool because I don't I don't I don't know where they're or at least interesting because I don't know where they're going with it. Um, is she slowly sl- slipping into insanity? Because that'd be awesome. <laughs> like she's yeah. basically her losing her mind, and that's why she's slipping in there. And at the same time, because um, she has the power to alter reality. At least, at least in the comics, uh, that that she that's what's happening to her. She's altering her own reality. Um, so, like, they, they, it's an interesting mix of it's really happening, but she's also really losing her mind. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I'm 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 interested to see where they go with that and bringing Paul Bettany back because he's a great actor. Uh, and also, he was just so unceremoniously dumped <laughs> from the the Avenger movies. Um, I mean, even though Scarlet, Scarlet, goddamn, I did the same thing Jeff always does. <laughs> even though Scarlet, Scarlet Widow. Widow, yes, thank yep. you. <laughs> even though Scarlet Widow, uh, kind of got a scene where they all kind of warn her, like it, it was barely anything for for old Viz. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad that they're they're doing this, and then it also leaves them an out that no, he's dead, like he ain't coming back. Um. Because that, that's always the thing with comic books is nobody's ever really dead. Uh, yeah. So I'm interested in that. Or emperors. And then, yeah. Uh, apparently. Um, and, and then the, the people were talking about that yesterday, too. Like, yeah, it was a pretty long fall. And there was a few explosions. And then I think Jeff said, yeah, and then like two minutes later, the Death Star blew up. <laughs> so. Don't know where he got yeah. out. Uh, anyway. And then the final thing that they showed, and this was... So the other two were teasers. This really was, like, barely even a teaser. It was one, like, shot of a few seconds of, of, like, a Dutch angle of Loki. Tom Hiddleston's Loki. Uh, with him saying, I'm going to burn this place to the ground. And then I had to go excuse myself for a few minutes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for all this stuff. They, they definitely stuck the landing... With Mandalorian on Disney Plus, which you know doesn't mean that any of these other three are going to be any good necessarily, but uh, you know, obviously there, there was enough production value and, and uh, creative, uh, I don't know, freedom, whatever you want to call it. Like they had the right people in place for the Mandalorian. Uh, that that I, I actually don't know who's who's running all this other stuff, other than I'm sure Kevin Feige has a hand. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what's going on. They, they obviously didn't say anything about the Hawkeye show. Uh, mm-hmm. there, there were rumors, uh, like a couple weeks ago that, that that had been delayed and it was having problems and then Disney came out and said, no, 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 we're on track. But I obviously didn't feel like showing anything with the Super Bowl. Um, but at any rate, the first two could come out this year. Um, and then Loki would be next year. So, 
now I finally have something to look forward to now that uh, Cyberpunk got pushed back to forever. Mm-hmm. Got pushed back to 2077. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Well, you're, you're still going to get two or three Marvel movies this year. Black Widow's coming out, and then... Yeah, I, I know, I know. I'm, I, I'm looking forward to that. Um, what was the other thing that was coming out? The Eternals, I think, is coming out. I think there's three. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Mutants? Yeah, that's... Not sure about that one. Yeah, that, one's, that one got, like... That one was in the can, like, over two years ago now. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, really? they, they no faith in this movie. Oh, wow. So, um, anyway, I, I'm sure there was some... Ah, it's going to bother me. There was some other movie that's coming out soon. Um, I, I know the, the Harley Quinn movie is this coming Friday, I believe, as of the recording of this podcast. I'm sure it's going to be good. <laughs> It's got, but Margaret Robbie's good. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Ewan McGregor. Uh, I mean, if it's awful, at least won't because won't be because of the cast. Uh, so, damn, it's gonna bug me. Anyway, that's that's basically all I wanted to talk about was some some Marvel stuff. Uh, Alex, anything you wanted to mention? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Yeah. A uh, couple quick Star Wars things. Um, did we mention that Obi One's been like on hold? I don't know. Oh, so I didn't so know they, it was on hold. Yeah, they. You know, as, as usual with Disney, they start and then they go, "No, no, we're firing the people who are writing this, and we're getting other people in." So <laughs> it's happened yeah. yet again. Yeah. Um. But they still say it's coming out. I don't know. So it's still you and are attached. I still believe it's the same director that uh, Deborah Chow, who did like two of the best episodes of Mandalorian, which is good. But I think the writer is yeah. being completely replaced and they're redoing scripts. Uh, one thing that sucked, I heard it, they said it was originally, this is all rumors now. So this could change or it could be totally wrong. But it was always scheduled to be six episodes. And now it's going to go down to four episodes, which that really sucks. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe it'll be which, like Sherlock. Maybe, but I don't know. I, 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 I paid for Disney Plus up front for three years because it was super cheap. But I've, so far, I've gotten eight episodes of Mandalorian and the Jeff Goldblum stupid show, and that's it. I, just, <laughs> I don't have kids, so there's the, this this catalog of stuff's not really helping me out, and this new material ain't there. So I'm a little upset with that. So what's um, Circling Duck? Gargoyles. I Gargoyle, tried watching. Yeah, you should watch. I tried Gargoyle. watching the Ducktales. It Ooh, doesn't e- hold up. X Men. Um, <laughs> the animated standard. Anyway, the other Star Wars thing. Uh, they leaked this footage of, of. So George Lucas was going to make a live action TV show back when he still owned it, and he had like these fifty scripts, and it was about the underground of Coruscant, and this footage leaked of some stuff. Have you guys seen yeah. this? No. Yeah, I'll send you guys the link. It's I don't know if it's real or not. It's it's not I don't know how to describe it. It it, it definitely feels like a sci-fi show except it has stormtroopers in it. But supposedly the technology there was kind of like what they're doing with the Mandalorian now where if you see it, it's just built on this one set and it's just all CG and everything. And that's what he was doing with this. It's all green screen and 
but it was still way too much money. It was going to be like $50 million an episode or something <laughs> ridiculous. Jesus. I, I'm sure my numbers are off, but it was like it was too expensive at the time, so he just shelved it and was waiting for the technology to catch up to make it feasible. And then meanwhile, he sold he sold it all off. But I, it's just interesting to kind of see where he was kind of going with it, and it does feel more prequelish than than I like. But I don't know. I, that's something that's interesting that's out there. And then the other thing I want to talk about: I just got back from Disneyland, and I went finally got to go on the Rise of the Resistance ride. Um, pretty cool. I will probably do a Patreon episode where I'll talk about it in, uh, exclusively with um, some details. So please go over there and subscribe to see some of my Star or listen to some of my Star Wars episodes, listen to Alex's Simpson episodes. Um, but yeah, the Rise of Resistance is really cool. Definitely the best ride uh, that I've been on, new ride that I've been on in a long time. I'll have to go on it a few more times before I give it, you know, to rank it with all my other Disneyland classics. But it was pretty pretty cool experience i think alex you've already been on it right yep and you really liked it so yeah i did um pretty cool and uh yeah that that's it for um me. just just a couple couple notes about the mandalorian uh so you mentioned deborah chow uh i guess in that the everything episode but um the, the prison break episode spoilers uh mm-hmm. the three x-wing pilots yeah she yeah. was one of them and the other two were two of the other directors <laughs> yeah dave That's filoni cool. was okay. one of them and, and then the fuka fukuyama i forgot the other guy but yeah the three writer directors oh i thought that was a cool little because like why not yeah. like yeah, yeah. Just, just give him give him that little bit of screen time uh the other thing too that lucas is a blue alien in the Revenge of the Sith, I think. Where's the scene with just Scott with the the alien with the giant rack walking up the stairs? <laughs> that's that's the one with uh, George Lucas is a big blue alien up there somewhere. Oh yeah, when he goes to Squid Lake, that's ah, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, no, yeah. fucking Squid Lake. Squid Lake. Um, so awful. The, the other thing that about Mandalorian is that we didn't talk about was the 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 again spoilers uh, the the stuntman for the Mandalorian. So apparently, uh, Pedro Pascal wasn't, wasn't on set for at least, uh, for at least one episode. He wasn't on set at all, uh, in the costume. And then when he, you know, it was limited when he was in there, which makes sense. Cause like, if he's just going to do the voice, you don't need him there the whole time. But I was a little surprised to read that, the, the lack of of him being in the the suit uh and one one of the dudes that does the stunt work it was actually uh john wayne's grandson um it's like it was two dudes oh, that did most of it um and this explains that cool cast shot that they had where the mandalorian still has his helmet on because it wasn't actually pedro pascal <laughs> It had nothing to do with the whole you can't take off the helmet thing. He was like, no, it wasn't actually him, so can't do it. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I thought it was more interesting than anything else. Um, well, you know why he can't? It's because he has no eyes left and his face got crushed. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, just like grapes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Stupid mountain. <laughs> so yeah, I think that... that All right. It. 
This is the way. <laughs> this is the way. This is the way. What was the slogan of House Tartar Guy Gangrel? What was What was their house? The sub the 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 snakes. What were they? Oh, the sand snakes. Oh, the yeah the Martels. The Martels. Um, there you go. What was their slogan? They don't. They they don't bend. Or they don't bend the knee. They, I don't know. Something about shit. unbent, unbowed. I'll, I'll... Strike first, strike fast. No mercy. <laughs> there you go. Never turn your back on an enemy. <laughs> Is the house model. Yeah. Never, never trust a McMahon. I think it was <laughs> family credo. Isn't unbowed, unbent, unbroken? Isn't that them, or is that somebody else? Uh, it it's them. all right. Let's see. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs> and Jeff is right. Unbowed, unbent, unbroken. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast. Yeah, because the, they didn't bow to the Targaryens when they first conquered Westeros. I know stuff. <laughs> <laughs>